My uh, family has been able to, to gather again for our August gathering we do every year this weekend, and so it's been good to just be with my, my cousins and, and their families again um, the last couple of nights. So many of us have gone so long without seeing our good friends and family. We certainly have come to realize during all this how important relationships are. In many ways, relationships with God and other people are at the core of our lives. And that's one of the things that Mary teaches us very well, the importance of relationships. As we meet Mary in different places in the scriptures, it always seems to be in the context of her relationships. We first meet Mary at the Annunciation, where we learn first and foremost about her deep relationship with God. At the Annunciation, she listens to the Archangel Gabriel deliver the message and request of God. And Mary, out of her deep faith, simply responds with a profound yes. She trusts God because she knows God so well and so is able to give that wholehearted yes to what God asks. Next, we see her in the context of her family relationships at the visitation, the gospel we heard this morning. The archangel had told her that her cousin was also having a child, and so Mary left to go to be with her, her cousin to help Elizabeth through the final months of her pregnancy. We see Mary in relationships with other people at the nativity and the events surrounding the birth of Jesus. We hear how she and Joseph are able to come to understand what God is doing in their lives and what that means for their marriage relationship. Mary is able to welcome shepherds from the fields right after giving birth to her son, and then welcomes magi from the east at the Epiphany. Forty days after the birth of Jesus, we hear how she meets Simeon and Anna in the temple that she and Joseph present Jesus to the Lord, and then how Mary would return home to Nazareth and simply reflect on all those encounters in her heart. Over the course of the next years, Mary deepened her relationship with Jesus as she raised him, and he grew into a man and prepared for his public ministry. And over those years, Mary served as mother of Jesus, but she also became his first disciple as she understood more and more who Jesus is and what his mission is. Mary was present at the first miracle of Jesus at the wedding of Cana in Galilee. Mary did not want the bride and groom and their families to be embarrassed as they came close to running out of wine. And so Mary nudged her son 
into the miracle of turning water into wine, a miracle that had its roots in Mary's concern for her friends. While Mary comes and visits at different times during Jesus' ministry, she becomes central again at the most important time during his death and resurrection. Mary is there as Jesus carries his cross. How her heart must have ached. Mary was one of the very few people at the end standing at the foot of the cross as her son dies. When he dies, she receives his body as he is taken down from the cross. And there she's given the title, The Sorrowful Mother. She's also there for the resurrection. And as Jesus returns to his Father in heaven at the ascension, she experiences the power of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and finally is taken up into heaven at the end of her life, the Assumption, which we celebrate today. All through her life, what we know about Mary is deeply rooted in her relationships with God, with her son Jesus, with her husband Joseph, with friends, then with the disciples and the early Christian community. And once taken into, he into heaven, though, Mary did not stop. Mary remains so active in her relationships. She continues to be the mother of God, but in her role as queen of heaven, she becomes our mother as well. And she never leaves us. At different times in history, Mary appears on earth to people to help those, especially those who are poor or in need. Mary also desires to be in a relationship with us and to help us to stay close to her son, Jesus. That is always her goal. She's simply present to us, ready to help us when we ask. As we welcome her into our lives, she teaches us how to focus on Jesus. She teaches us how to say yes to God. She teaches us humility. She teaches us to receive forgiveness for our sins. She teaches us to love the poor and the vulnerable. She teaches us to see God's presence, especially in suffering. She teaches us a heart for God. Mary, the mother of God, assumed into heaven, remains so very present to us on earth. She desires to be in a relationship with us so that we can grow into an ever deeper relationship with her son, Jesus. So this morning, I invite us to join together 
and asking for her help to do just that as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 